Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. everyone and welcome to another episode of excess press my name is matt and i'm the host of this disney theme parks news podcast and this is episode 144 Well, I hope everyone is doing okay out there. We have another week in quarantine and hopefully everyone's been keeping busy and keeping sane as much as they can. Uh, I know uh, it's been a, a little nuts for everyone, and but I'm, I'm here to hopefully bring you some joy and talk a little bit about Disney. Uh, I mean, there's not a lot of updates out there, um, but of course, like I said last week, I knew I was going to post the episode and then Disney was going to just uh, come out with some kind of news the very next day, and that's pretty much what happened, so uh, I'll get to that, but yeah, um, hopefully everyone's doing okay. I'm definitely feeling a lot better. Uh, like I said on past episodes, I was pretty sick a few weeks back, um, but I'm doing okay. Um, and I was trying to think what what else was good this week. Work has been doing has been just fine. Oh yeah, uh, I was actually on the BR Guest podcast this past week. I did a trip report over with Mike Rallman over there. So if you haven't checked out his Monday episode, I was on it. You could hear all about uh, my trip to uh, Disney and a little bit of Alani. Um, so, I, I, I mean, it was kind of like a, uh, a Cliff Notes version of what I've had on my shows in the past, because uh, his shows are pretty quick, so, um, but I still have those episodes up on the feed if you wanted to listen to those again. But yeah, so there was a lot of fun going on his show and just chatting a little bit about Disney. It's always fun chatting Disney. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, this week in the news, it's, we have uh, a little bit updates on Disney, just how they're extending their closure. Uh, a couple of other news uh, items, and then uh, some listeners from you guys. So thanks for sending in uh, those questions, um, or some questions from your listeners. But um, so yeah, we have a few things over there. So you know what? Why don't we just jump right into it and begin this week's episode of the Excess Press Podcast? I want to be where the people are. I want to see. Wanna see them dancing, walking around on those, what do you call them? Oh, feet. Flipping your fins, you don't get too far. Legs are required for jumping, dancing, strolling along down a, what's that word again? Street. Up where they walk. 
All right, now it is time for the news. But before I start there, um, like I said last week, uh, I'm going to be recording um, live on Instagram on every Thursday evening. I don't know. I don't have an exact time, but it'll probably be between like 5 and 8 uh, uh, Eastern time. Uh, so if you're ever interested in joining the feed, hey, come come watch me live as I record these things. So, uh, yeah. So, all right, let's get to the news now. Um, so, again, not too much is really happening. Um from what, so I, I said that Disney was going to be closed until, uh, well, I forget the original date they had, I can't remember, it's always changing, but on Friday, Disney released the news that they were uh, indefinitely closing Walt Disney World, um, and I mean, I think a lot of it had to do because the president extended the national social, social distancing mandate all the way through April 30th. Um, but now the Florida governor, Rose DeSantis, issued a statewide stay-at-home mandate through May 2nd. So you're definitely not going to see Walt Disney World open until after then. I mean, I, I could talk about last week. Good, I hope. I mean, we really need to get over this uh, before anything happens. Um, and the interesting is, interesting thing is, is that uh, if you go to the, the Walt Disney website, uh, now it always has like an update with like the most recent... Um, uh, COVID-19 like news like what's going on with them some other policies um, and an interesting thing is um, you can't make any re uh, any new reservations before June 1st so they can only be made after June 1st or later um, uh, but of course um, guests can always modify their 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 reservations uh, before or after that date um, so and then, of course, remember, Disney is still waiving uh, like change and cancellation fees up to the date of check-in for reservations with arrivals all the way through June 30th. Um, so just be aware of those dates uh, and just kind of yeah, take a look at like, OK, how am I standing? Because yeah, a lot of a lot of I've been talking to a few people and yeah, they're not sure if they should keep on to their maze reservations. And you know what? I just hold on to them. I mean, if as long as you get free. Um, there's no fees or anything like that, and it's free, uh, then I don't think it would matter too, too much if you just hold on to those reservations. So um, I'm kind of in that with a, another trip. I still have, uh, I, luckily I was able to get a refund for a trip that I had in the beginning of May to the Faroe Islands, um, but I'm still waiting to get like my flight because if I try to refund it, it's kind of stinks because I can't get a full refund as of right now. So we would have to wait until closer to the date hopefully they cancel it so i'm in like a weird waiting period right now but at least with walt disney world if there's any change or cancellation phase there's they're waving it all the way through june 30th so um that's at least all the the, the recent news with walt disney world um again not much else going on besides uh they did uh there are a few things that came out um one really great thing is the Disney Parks blog posted that they are actually donating a lot of supplies that they have to hospitals. Um, so one of the biggest things that they, they people, uh, the the first responders or the nurses and uh, those, these hospital needs are the N95 masks. And they are actually, they donated um, 100,000 masks to New York, California, and Florida which is great. And another thing they actually donated was 150,000 rain ponchos. Uh, they sent that to a company called MedShare, which is a humanitarian aid organization group, um, which actually helps distribute supplies to hospitals that are in need. Um, 
So the reason they're doing the rain ponchos is because apparently nurses all across the country have found that the rain ponchos can help protect their clothing as well as uh, it also helps freeze up some of the gowns that are, are used. So um, I guess you'll be seeing Mickey Mouse uh, and Walt Disney World ponchos around in the hospital. So um, I'd be interested to see like if someone snap a photo of those. But I mean, that's awesome that Disney is able to donate all of those supplies and send them over to the hospital. So um, yeah, that's that's also in line with them sending to the uh, sending food to the food banks uh, in like the local areas in Florida as well. Um, and they did that in Disneyland, uh, same same thing where they sent supplies uh, over to the food banks. So great that Disney is able to do that. Um, and another thing that had come out was that um, some of the senior executives uh, for the Walt Disney Company took huge pay cuts. Um, I've been seeing that for a lot of big businesses now, but so for like Bob Chapek, who is the new um, CEO, uh, his his pay has been reduced 50%. Uh, Bob Iger said that he's foregoing 100% of a salary. Uh, VPs are uh, foregoing 20%. Uh, senior vice presidents are 25%. And uh, I get EVPs, which I assume are executive vice presidents, um, are reducing theirs by 30%. So... And that is going to be going into effect April 1st. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see. I mean, I know it's you don't want to people don't want to get their their pay cut at all. But I mean, it's good to see that the the, the big the head honchos over at Disney are um, just kind of foregoing some of their salary to help with uh, other expenses in the Walt Disney Company. Because, I mean, I mean, just like any other company, they're losing a lot. I mean, I saw some crazy figure that I think. What was it? Each park is losing like 40 million a day or something like that. I can't remember. It was either 40 million a, each a day for each park or all the parks together. But I'm yeah, I'm not sure which one it exactly was. But I don't have the the news article in front of me. But the the something something like that. But um um. But yeah, I mean, otherwise, guys, there <laughs> there really isn't a lot of Disney park news. So I'm trying to uh, just gather some questions. Um, from you guys, if you have any like trip planning questions, send them along. I would love to answer like if you have any trip planning questions, because um, as, as much as I love the questions about like me, like oh, what's your favorite park restaurant? I mean those those are great. I love doing those, but I want to like try to help you guys out. So if there's any trip planning questions you have, or if you want to get my thoughts on like maybe some scenarios that you would want to do, or if you're looking for some tips on what you should do at the parks or anything like that. I mean, I'm, I'm not a complete expert, but I mean, I, 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 I hope that I can share some knowledge that I have, um, that what I think is, uh, would, would be good for you to do on your trip. So luckily I got a couple of those questions in today, which, um, I'm very excited to answer. And that is a very loud ball that is flying down some steps. Uh, usually my dog after he eats, he's like, he, he, takes his ball and like rubs his nose on it and all these treats come out. So I think he just sent it down the steps, which is probably what you just heard in the background. Um, so, so yeah, so some of, some of those people uh, just sent in uh, some really great questions. So um, let's get into listener questions first. So we have two, two questions we have today. First, uh, the first one is from uh, Kathleen. Uh, thank you for sending that one in. And she uh, asked a question. Do you recommend the dining plan for two people? So, 
So as most of you know, I mean, if you're a new time listener to this show, because um, I know I'm, I, it looks like I've gotten a, a bunch of people over from the BR Guest Podcast. So welcome if it's your first time on the show. Um, but um, yeah, the when I took my trip in November, I did the dining plan, but it, it, it was it was tough because there were six of us, three different couples in the room, which made it very tough to manage the dining plan. And it kind of like... Um, kind of put a bad taste in my mouth for the first time doing the dining plan but after like thinking about it and all this stuff like if it were just my wife and I I would completely do it um just for the two of us um that's not saying I think the dining plan is for everyone so uh so Kathleen I think this is how I'm gonna answer this question so first I'll start off by saying is that there's the four dining plans uh quick service the Disney dining plan the Disney dining plan plus which is that brand new plan I just talked about a few weeks ago uh, and then there's the Disney Deluxe Dining Plan. I'm not going to go into the specifics besides the quick service plan. You get two ta- uh, two credits for ta- uh, quick service meals. Um, the Disney Dining Plan, you get uh, a quick service and a table service for each day. The Disney, Disney Dining Plus Plan, you can either use your two credits for quick service or table service, which gives you more of an option. And then the Disney Deluxe Plan, which is you get a quick service and then two table credits. Cr- uh, two table service credits um, a day so um, you get that's just like a lot a lot of food that I don't think anyone ever needs I don't I'm curious like who actually does do that if you if you do the Disney dining plan the, the or Disney deluxe dining plan um, let me know because I would absolutely love to know um, what you you do like wh- how you eat so much food um, and I just want to correct myself real quick. The Disney Deluxe Dining Plan, you get three meals of your day, but you can use it for any combination of tables, service, and quick service meals. So just to clarify that. Um, but yeah, so those are the four. So, so I mean, for me, I would recommend the dining plan for two people if they're big eaters when they visit the Disney parks. Like they like uh, going to both quick service and table service restaurants. Um, I mean, maybe not table service, but if you like eating, like as, uh, if you like eating. So for example, like my wife and I, we, we love going to at least one table service each day when we're at the, when we're at the, at Disney parks, it, it just gives us a break from the park. Plus, I mean, we just love the food at Disney. That's like one of the things I love most when I go to Disney now is just eating all the food over there. Um, but I know there's people who don't eat as much. I mean, look at my my co-host Katie. She she always talked about how she does not like to get the dining plan when she usually visits with her her boyfriend. They they just kind of do uh, they just kind of eat as they go and just not yeah they don't worry about it. So and then for example, like two of our friends on the trip that we went with uh, last time in November, um, they did not really enjoy using the dining plan. They're just not like big eaters. So like when they go to the parks, they just, they don't eat as much. So they didn't need all of that food and, um, going to the table service restaurants all the time. Um, so, I mean, I think that's the only way I would recommend a dining plan is if you, if you know, you want to do a table service like once a day, then yeah, absolutely do it. Especially if you uh, drink alcohol, the alcohol is included with um, quick service and um, 
It's with quick service and table service. So I think that's really great if you want to add that, uh, if you want to have that option as well. Because, I mean, I thought it was great. I was able to go to, like, Tuli Canteen, uh, get my little chicken bowl, and then get, like, an alcoholic beverage as well because it was included. So, I mean, I feel like I saved a lot of money. Um, and plus, uh, with the snacks, I mean, if you're always snacking. So, again, it, you're, you're, the question was, do you recommend the dining plan for two people? Um I, again, if you're a big eater, do it. I think it's definitely worth the money uh, if you want to enjoy yourself. But, like, if you don't think you're, if you're going to, you don't see yourself eating a lot, then, like, just don't do it. So, um, but, yeah. So, uh, Kathleen, thanks for sending that question. Hopefully that answers it. Um, I mean, again, to sum it up, if you're a big eater, if you and your family are big eaters, definitely get the dining plan. So, um, all right, so we're going to hop over to the last question we have here. We got a couple people in the chat. What's up, CJ? CJ is in our chat on Instagram. Um, thank you for joining tonight. Um, all right, so this next question comes in from uh, Chip. Uh, Chip Robinson, thank you for sending that one in. And his question is, best way to approach the parks this summer if you had a seven-day ticket with no park hopper? Um, so I feel like, um, okay, so this is actually a a good question because, uh, if, if, if this thing, if this COVID-19 wasn't happening right now, I feel like the, the cut and dry answer would be pretty easy, but like, we don't, if you go this summer, it's going to be a very different trip. Um, whenever the parks reopen, which to me, I don't think is going to happen until June. That's just my opinion. Um, I feel like it's just going to be a very different world. It is not going to be the same whatsoever. Um, and it's funny you mentioned that because if anyone subscribes uh, to the YouTube channel Disney Food Blog or follows the food blog, Disney Food Blog in general, uh, I mean, it's been around for a long time. AJ from the Food Blog does a great job. Um, she's very knowledgeable and she just put out a fantastic video, which I'm definitely going to put in the show notes. Um of how like the closures, uh, it was titled how closures, uh, I think it was how closures could change Disney world forever. I think that was the name of the video. Um, but she made a lot of great points. And if you're going to the parks this summer, it's definitely going to be different. Um, so, um, she was saying, uh, just by going off of what's happening in, uh, what is it? Shanghai. I think they're doing some staggered openings now. So, uh, like, to me, I think, like, maybe Disney Springs uh, will open back up first with some of the shops, some of the restaurants. I think the hotels will probably open back up as well. Um, The parks might have a little bit of a delayed opening. Um, But she also made a good good point that uh, if the parks open, there probably won't be any, like, parades or shows or fireworks. um, Just because there would be too many people congested in one area. Um... I think that's that would be a smart idea not to have any of those shows or fireworks because yeah that is just way too many people in one single area you do not want that um she was mentioning how virtual few uh virtual queues might come to effect more um because they again if you're standing in line you're around a lot of people at once um but i think that would that would actually work because they I, i mean i reported a few weeks back that in the my disney experience app um um, the My Disney Experience app, they did add in the option for like the My Cues. Um, so there's that section now, like, it, uh, I, I assume when 
when some of these bigger attractions open up in the future, like Tron or uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster, they're going to be alongside like Rise of the Resistance, maybe having those queues. But like maybe we'll have more virtual queues for a lot of the rides coming up in the park sometime soon. Um, so I'm very interested to see what's there. Um, and CJ in the chat says, would be interesting to see just the world showcase and opened, um, but just restaurants and shops, no attractions. Um, have it be free or very cheap entry, total money make for them. Yeah, I mean, I think that could be an option too. Yeah, where in Epcot, um, the, the we just see the world showcase open. I mean, that could be one thing too. Um, just kind of, yeah, have these staggered openings. Um, trying to think what else she said in the video i feel like i need to do like a full breakdown because it was it was great i mean again i'm going to link it in the description um but i think one of the other points she a good point she brought up was just how um there's still effects uh from 9 11 that still remain today so like everything that happened after 9 11 there's still security entry points and scanners i mean we're going to see things in place for covid 19 uh as well like um, again, maybe more virtu virtual cues or um, no more fingerprint scans just to like get away from the touch. There's going to be probably a lot more hand sanitizer everywhere. Um, it's very possible that uh, that would happen. So, um, but uh, I don't even know if I, that really answers your question. I mean, I'm still going to go into a little bit more, but I mean, I think it, this is going to be a totally different summer compared to, to most. So I'm, I'm curious to see how it changes. But like, I mean, to me, if we're, I went one time in the summer. This was in 2004. I went with my family. We went in August. And I just remember I, I, I would never go again in the summer. I absolutely refused to, to go. I mean, if I moved to Florida, that'd be a different thing. But uh, I don't think we're going to be doing that. But um, I, 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 I don't want to go in the summer just because of the heat. Luckily, we, we're not teachers where we don't have to go. But um, if I were to go in the summer, I think I would definitely make the most of my mornings uh, as well as the evenings um, because you really want to you don't want to be in like the sun uh, midday. Uh, I think that's. Uh, too bad and CJ in the chat she's saying that July wasn't that bad um I don't know if I believe you we'll see but um uh, maybe we'll have to take uh, CJ's word for it um but I would definitely make the most of your mornings I mean the the good thing is summer always has the longest hours for all of the parks um you see them opening up early and then especially late um you definitely want to stay out of the sun maybe go to the parks at like four or five o'clock and then just stay through the evening and maybe sleep in. Um, but uh, you want to definitely hit up those pools throughout the day. Um, so this is if you had a seven day ticket with no park hopper. Um, I mean, just go to the parks how you see fit. I mean, pick your favorite ones. Uh, I mean, there's so much to do in Hollywood Studios now. I mean, Magic Kingdom, they, I think that's definitely a two day park. There's so much to do there. Um, there's, I mean, to me, again, it's just, it's all about how you manage your day and manage the heat in the summer. Uh, that's to me, if you go in the summer, I would highly recommend um, booking some table service uh, during the day. Um, because you, if you say, say you don't take a, a break uh, in the middle of the day, um, you want to, uh, you definitely want to have some table service uh, so you can just get away from the... Uh, the heat uh, and the crowds and just get into that air, air conditioning 
uh, and uh, just kind of yeah get away from the heat you need to just cool down uh, and do that so I would definitely do a table service um, I definitely do a table service restaurant at midday for sure so definitely definitely relax then um, and then sorry about all this like noise in the background my, my after my dog eats he always needs to go and get a walk so I apologize um, but yeah, so, I mean, those are my two biggest things, uh, at least for the summer, uh, is just to do that. Um, that's how I would approach the parks in the summer, uh, but definitely be on the lookout to see how Disney is, um, yeah, going to be changing with their, their plans in the future. It's going to be, it's going to be a weird summer for Disney. I'm curious to see what happens, um, but I just hope that everyone just takes the precautions that they need. I mean... I feel like a lot more people are going to be wearing masks in the park. Um, that that you that's just I feel like that's just going to be a normal thing in the in the country now. I mean I know it happens in a lot of other countries. Um, I mean mostly like the like Asian countries they have they they're always wearing masks, but I feel like that's going to be part of our culture for a while. Um, I don't know why I'm bringing that up. I'm just thinking out loud here, but um, yeah, I think there's just going to be a lot more precautions now going in at the parks of how to just keep everyone healthy and uh sanitize as as best as we can so um but that is it for this week's show i mean i yeah again not a lot of news happening thank you for the the couple questions that were sent in um stay tuned on the lookout because on monday i have a another cast member interview coming for you guys we have a great one i uh, can't wait to share that with you um, but yeah, that is going to wrap it up for this episode. Uh, make sure you are subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, or however you're listening to podcasts. Uh, and if you can, please leave a review. It'll really help out the show. Uh, you can find all episodes at excesspresspodcast.com. Uh, and make sure you're following me on social media. You can find me at Excess Press Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and again, if you are a previous cast member and you would like to be on a f future episode of the show, reach out. We'd love to hear from you. You could shoot me an email over at matt at excesspresspodcast.com. You can also send any questions. If you're, like I said before, if you have any trip planning questions, you can, of course, uh, just shoot those over to me. Uh, you can also check out my other podcast. Uh, the, it's called What'd You Think? It's a, it's a movie, TV show, video game kind of chat review podcast. Um, we post new episodes every Monday, so you can check that out. All the links are in the description of this episode. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.